Thank you for tuning in to Big Meat Sports Podcasts. Before we start this episode, check out this ad. It's your boy Jose from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely weekend? Lovely week, actually. Um, right after the Christmas break. Hope you guys are enjoyed your holidays. You enjoyed your Christmas. I'm telling you, I enjoyed mine so much. Uh, just spending time with the family, uh, seeing my daughter just open up all her gifts and um, and then seeing families and friends. So I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, there were some great football games to, you know, that we're going to talk about in this segment. Um, but, you know, again, thank you for tuning in to Big Meat Sports Podcast. Again, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube. We're on, we're on all major platforms. Um, so look, you know, thank you for tuning in. I do want to give a shout out to my boy Chris getting married this past weekend uh, to his beautiful uh, to his beautiful wife. I mean, this that was just you know a last second uh, thing that um, I you know that came upon. I'm happy for him, uh, married to a, a beautiful wife, uh, Dorian. So it's just it's like when I mean it was it was amazing that one. I just I was just honored to be invited to, and I know that he. Uh, he pays attention to this podcast, so you know. Shout out to him, um, and if you're watching live, yes, that's my daughter in the background. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but so we are gonna go talk about these games, uh, and <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, my Dallas Cowboys played this weekend, uh, played on Christmas Eve, and they beat the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not gonna lie; it was a good Christmas Eve. I am. I am glad. Uh, I one, I was just happy for the win. Um, we're banged up in the secondary. You could you could see that uh, transpire transpire through the game, and um, yeah, the Eagles were moving the ball. But the difference is with this uh, with this game, we got four turnovers. So and it it looked uh, it looked pretty promising. Um, even though that I don't think I don't believe the Eagles. Uh, didn't attempt a punt that game um, because of the four turnovers, but it was a, it was a, it was an awesome game um, by Dak Prescott. Look again, these turnovers are killing me. Um, but he got the first turnover of uh, out of the way um, with the first drive. Gave just basically we spared the Eagles uh, ten points uh, right off the rip. Um, but I love how he responded and he did it in a way that leaders do. Um, he put that interception in the past and took accountability and went down and continued and continued, continued to test this Eagles defense. Now the Eagles were trying to stop the run. And when, you know, if it was a play action or they knew it was a pass, they were in zone and Dak was chewing up that zone coverage from the Eagles. Like it was no, like there was no tomorrow. Um, and I love the way how, you know, even though the running game wasn't always there, we still stuck to it somewhat. Um, you know, Zeke and, and 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 Pollard didn't have that big of a game, but you saw their impact. You saw that the the play calling just to keep them off uh, off balance and uh, and on the defense it it went it, it did well. Like, and I I can't say that Kellamore called a terrific game because he didn't. Um, he does has has his mistakes, but um, I do I will say that Kellen Moore called a, a decent game. Um, you know, it was kind of scary. Uh, T.Y. Hilton 
helping us out with that third and 30. Um, again, this T.Y. Hilton, I think this is a great acquisition for us because we're going to see him spread the field. Get He's our deep threat. Now you can't sit into those zone coverages, you know, uh, you know, clogging up the middle, whatever the case may be. He shows you that he still has that breakaway speed that he can blow by you. Now some of the Eagles fans are, you know, and Darius Slay are mad. Hey, if we just do our job, this and that. But I think it was a good read by Dak because he saw that the safety or the cor- the nickel corner that was supposed to go into cover two was turned the wrong way, and he just launched it. And when I mean he threw it on a dot, he threw it on a dot. Now, my my thing is, you know, and Dak had a terrific number. The thing is, 27 to 35, 27 to 35, 347 yards and three TDs. Um, Lamb, 10, 10 receptions, 120 yards and two TDs. I mean, what can you what can you ask for in a rivalry game? Dak went out there and put up the most points on the most yardage on his defense. I, I believe the most points on his defense in you know this season. And it's not a, like there's not one of those defenses that are you know a, a, a cakewalk. No, they're I'll say a top fifteen defense. They they got some they got some clout on the defensive line on on the corners and the back end. They they got they got dogs over there. And Dak was just cutting them up left and right and um. And yeah, just again, what my concern is with with going on Dallas side is this secondary. They need to start Deron Bland. This guy, this rookie, I think I would say with the these next two weeks, giving him more reps at the outside corner opposite of Trayvon Diggs. Um, you see how he is. He's a ball hawk. This guy gets the ball in his hands. He's going to rip it away for you. He is there. He is there. Um, I just think that more of the cohesionness with the defense, you know, where where everybody's gonna be at. I think this is gonna it's gonna play out great for for the Cowboys in the coming postseason. Um, and again, if you're if you're tuning in this live, um, you can you can chat with us. Well, I'll chat back. Um, and if you got any questions, go ahead and write it in the comments section. Hopefully, it pops up. Uh, we're doing we're in a restream live. So if you uh, if you see this, um, but um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just glad. And my my whole thing is and we're going back to, you know, of these analysis and and writers and so on and so forth. They are talking so much about not giving us credit for this win, saying it, it's versus uh, uh, backup quarterback yet when it was versus when the eagles did it oh my god eagles number one how you know they they're doing so good man they're they're the best team in in the east and blah 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 and that's that's what a a true team is supposed to be because they did it they did it uh versus cooper rush but when dak does it versus Minshew. Oh, they're supposed to do that. See, this is a thing that I don't get. It's it's literally, you know, when you're America's team, they treat you different. And it's supposed to happen in certain ways. And when I mean it, 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 it bothers me because you see how people contradict themselves. Shady McCoy always contradicts himself. Joy Taylor always con- contradicts herself. And it's always 
they do it versus the, when they're talking about the Cowboys. Um, but you know what? It's in the past. I'm glad that we won the game. I think it would have been we would have won a game with Jalen Hurts in there. And you're saying, oh, well, you know, the interceptions. Those passes by Minshew. Minshew was on fire. I'm not going to lie. Minshew was on fire. Those passes that were intercepted, they were ripped away from his re- receivers. The fumbles, okay, you could say that one fumble exchange with Miles Sanders, but the other uh, uh, fumble was Miles Sanders getting blown up in the backfield. So you can't tell me that you can't give us some credit. You got to give us some credit. And it's, these games are always going to be coming down to the wire because it's division opponents. We know each other. It's never going to be a blowout. Yes, we, you know, we had blowouts in the past, but that's blowouts going towards the end of the game. These are very two good teams. I'm pretty sure if it lines up uh, as a playoff uh, exists right now, we are probably going to see them in the second round if we we're able to win our uh, win our first round game. Hopefully we can because I can't do another first round exit. Oh my god! Um, but I'm I just want to thank you. Look, hey Dallas Cowboys, you went out there, you you did what you're supposed to do, and look, you got over that uh, Jacksonville Jaguars loss. Thank God, bro. Uh, I think that was a again. It's kind of a trap trap game because you're looking ahead of, you know, towards the Eagles. Um, I thought they were going to right the ship because the Houston game, but Houston is actually playing really good ball. You know, after after taking us, uh, you know, down to the wire, they took the Chiefs. Houston took the Chiefs into overtime and they won their last game versus, I believe, the Titans. So um, and who who Dallas plays uh, on Thursday night football. Um, so hopefully Dallas can continue this momentum into the playoffs. Now, a lot of people say, do you rest your starters? Um, man, I, I don't like the rest. I don't like the rest of the starters because then when it comes playoff time, you're, you're trying to get them back into that game mode. You're trying to get them back to that, you know, excitement. And I I just don't like the rest. You know, we've seen in the past with Dallas Cowboys having that bye week and then the next week, boom, home home field advantage doesn't really exist because bam they're 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 uh they're rusty they come out slow and the other teams is catching fire so yeah it's just for me i don't like it um but um let's talk about the miami dolphins over here uh miami dolphins lost to the packers now it it is a little bit panic time for the dolphins um it was they lost 26 to 20 uh in this game but the major concern is Tua. Now, Tua has another concussion. And I believe it's, you know, technically you want to say it's his third concussion of the year. Um, I don't think he plays it again this year. Um, just due to the fact that so many concussions in one year. Now you're talking about this guy's livelihood. He, I don't think that Tua, it's, it's very, very hard for you as an organization to basically pull your eggs on all in one basket on Tua next year when he's really basically injury prone. And it's not like it's concussion prone, basically. Um, and it kind of sucks because, you know, we've seen this in the past with like Andrew Luck, uh, Michael Vick, Tony Romo. And those those are two, those three people that I just mentioned, they've had injuries 
probably towards the middle of their career and towards the later career, Tua, his career is just starting and he can't get over these concussions. Michael Vick was always ribs and, you know, something to do with the upper body. Uh, Andrew Luck, just he just got killed because the Colts didn't know how to protect the man. Um, so And he just retired out of nowhere because he was just going through that psychological, uh, the mental st- uh, capacity of getting injured. And that does take a toll. If you haven't torn anything, if you never did ACL rehab or, or meniscus rehab or any kind of type of rehab, you don't know what we're talking about. But if you have, you you know that it does take a toll on the, the psyche of a player. Now, um, you know, and Tony Romo, towards his later career, he started getting injured. It was just an injury after injury after injury. You could say the same thing with Dak. You know, Dak always has an injury, but it's nothing, and, you know, knock on wood, but it's nothing to the effect of a concussion. So now it's becoming this guy's livelihood. This guy's this. It, if he can, you know, stay alive, you know that. I, it's just, it's just mind-boggling that we're coming to this because it. When I talked about podcasts in in the past about him protecting him his own self and the offensive line, how you got to change your mindset. You can't change his mindset of trying to, to extend the play every single time. You can see it. The I think the the pass that you know he got the concussion was in the second quarter. And it was mind-boggling because Miami put up 20 points on the Green Bay Packers in the first half, but they looked like a completely different team in the second half. And you kind of saw that now you you're wondering, damn. What's wrong with Tua? Like, what's going on? Like, the play calling people on, uh, you know, on the wrong calls. And now this comes up as this was possibly the play, and it was in the second quarter. And now we get it. Now I get it why he plays so poorly. And now my my question for Dolphin fans is, what's going to happen next year? I mean, I think Teddy Two Gloves, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, can get it get the job done and get them into the playoffs. I mean, they have the they have the pa- uh, Patriots, which like to run the ball. They're really horrible at passing. Miami is good at uh, stopping the run. And the Jets. The Jets, they don't have a quarterback. So I think that will be a tight game. But I believe if the, the Dolphins at least, you know, win the next game, have the Jets lose, they're in the playoffs um, as the last seed. Um, and, I mean, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. But I think, you know, without Tua, just Teddy, Teddy uh, Bridgewater, I think they're a first-round exit, but you never know. Um, but as an organization, what happens now? What happens? Do you put your money on Tua, see, hey, look, you know, that was just one year of concussions. Let's go with them, but have a viable backup. Who's the backup? Do you let Tua go, let go uh, Tua, trade Tua? Um, I mean, look. Jimmy Garoppolo's out there. Jimmy Garoppolo is is uh, used to the system. McDaniel's came from San Francisco, so he's used to the system. So that's something that the the Dolphins need to address this offseason. And it sucks because I'm a Tua fan. I like the guy, like his story, like his background. Real good, genuine guy. Um, you know, defies all odds, but it just sucks because of injuries. 
have just reeled them back. So we're going to see what the Dolphins uh, do. But, you know, I, I, I do think Teddy Two Gloves, as, as uh, JC, my co-host, says, Teddy Two Gloves can get it done. I mean, again, it's just Pats and, and Jets, two teams that really ain't that good. Yes, they, they're in the playoff hunt, but eh, I'm, not, I'm not really sold on the Pats and Jets. Um, so I think the, the, the Dolphins can get it done. Um, but my question, and I'm going to put on the Instagram post, um, and all the major, uh, you know, platforms are, do you think Tua's career is over or do you think next year will be a different story? Do you think the Dolphins should take a chance on him next year? It sucks, man. It does suck. Tua was having... Uh, a great year until all these concu- uh, the concussions, and then you know they went on a you know four game uh, slide. But again, the concussion just popped up again, and it sucks for this young man because again, he is uh, he 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 is a likable person. Um, there are a lot of tour haters, but there are a lot of two you know fans out there. Um, and I wish JC was on this podcast to give his uh, view uh, point of view, but we will uh, we will have him uh, on here recently. To see what's going on. So, um, but hey, look, that's for, that's it for me today. Uh, it's a little short podcast. I don't have a, a, any uh, knucklehead play of the week. Uh, just been busy uh, with you know setting up my daughter's all her princess toys and and castles and so on and so forth. So I've been busy. Um, but I thank you guys. Thank you everybody that always tunes in. Adrian, Omar, everybody, my family. Thank you. Please, if you see this on YouTube, Facebook Live, whatever the case may be, please shout shout us out. Please listen. Please tell your friends about us. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great New Year's Eve.